shot. Chicken parms, what's going on? I just ate a delicious plate of chicken parm. A sandwich or a plate? <laughs> no, just a dinner. Chicken parm dinner. That sounds delicious. It was very good. I'm I'm uh, I'm filled to the to the gills over here. I'm still eating Thanksgiving leftovers. I just fixed myself a plate oh. before work for that. Oh yeah, I we. We went through ours fairly fast, I guess. We're we're done with it. I'm I'm only good for about two days on the leftovers. I've been going every day, man. I got uh maybe one or two more days of leftovers. We'll see. How many meals though a day are we talking? Just one. I do one and a half at least. Sometimes too. I, I just I, I snack on different side dishes. You know, I pass by the fridge. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a little little piece of that. Yeah, a little piece of that ass. Yeah, piece of that turkey ass. Yeah. So we did chicken parm. It was delicious. Um, I just want to. Did you have bread with that? Nope. Uh, we just oh. did. We just did like a Italian vegetable blend, I guess, or. I think it's a Normandy blend, which I believe is broccoli, cauliflower, um, zucchini, yellow squash, and carrots. Are you talking about for the crumbs? No, just for a side dish. Oh, I got you. Okay. It was breaded with just the, your traditional uh, bread crumb, and then topped with this. Compote. Yeah, and then topped with the sauce and the cheese, of course. I'm exposed to that Jay here to cover to give some good insight on the uh, on, on the food. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a breadcrumbs, right? Yeah, you, oh, no, that's a side dish, you dumbass. You said something about a compote. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm at the point of, of my food conversation where I'm just throwing random terms out there, see what catches. Yeah, a Food Network term or two. Yeah. Uh, you know who did get caught, Jeff? And I'd like to say rest in peace to uh, Nate Robinson, formerly of the Chicago Bulls. Did you see this? No. He's not dead. So I figured you knew what I was talking about. That's why I started it that way. But he's he's alive and well. Okay. But he, uh, he got his asshole just completely shellacked, spread and torn, ripped to shreds uh, on the fight card. The uh, Mike Tyson fight that happened on Saturday. Oh, he was on the uh, lower part of that card. Yeah, it was for some reason it was uh, Nate Robinson versus uh, Jake Jake Paul, I believe. I don't know that fool. I'm not sure on that last name, 
But he, he's like a YouTube guy. Like a like a YouTuber. Which I don't even... I'm too old to even explain that. Nope. But he's, nope. He's, you're, you're out of here. he's like a... He's a YouTube guy that has a lot of followers and... Yeah, the man the man just got his asshole completely turned to hamburger meat. Was this a boxing match or like a UFC? Boxing. Okay. Yeah, it was the it was the Mike Tyson versus uh, uh I don't even remember who he fought. But anyway Bones was, Jones. What was it? Bones Jones, wasn't it? No. Bones Jones would have destroyed his ass. Bones Jones is like a younger guy. He's still in his prime. No, this is another. This is another old guy. Oh shit! Well, actually, I don't. I, 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 a coworker told me it's some Jones. I just figured it's. It is Jones. Jones. It's like uh, Roy Jones, mate. Roy Jones Jr. That that's it. What once again? <laughs> my coworker told me that. I just threw out a random term, hoping it was gonna catch. Oh yeah, Bones Jones. Yeah, like, Bones, yeah, Bones Jones, huh? Uh. And I should take that back, because Bones Jones is a uh, UFC guy, so I don't know how well that translates. Oh, yeah. So he might... Mike Tyson might be able to beat him up, but I don't know. That's a pretty bad motherfucker, Bones Jones. In yeah. in and out of the ring. He's inexcusable. He's a deplor- deplorable individual. He, he's, he's, a, he's a tough cookie. <laughs> yeah, he, he really is. Uh, but no, rest in peace to Nate Robinson. I mean, he took a hard L... He was getting drugged, just completely buried on the internet, man. I woke up the next morning, I didn't even know he was on the card. And that's all you saw on the internet for 24 hours, just buried him. Jesus. Because he took like a a really bad knockout, you know. Oh no. Oh Oh, no. Yeah. I don't want to see a woozy pit bull. Yeah, and then a bunch of other NBA guys were like... If they weren't roasting him, they were like, oh, we're coming for you, Jake Paul. Like, a bunch of other people wanted fights. and It's like, I'm sure he'll, he'll get them. Because, I mean, apparently this guy wants to make some money. Yeah. Just a big old cash cow. Oh, yeah. it was The whole night was a cash grab, but whatever. Get, get your money, man. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. I, I never get razzled by the... Uh... UFC or boxing pay-per-views. I, I like the fake shit. It just delivers much better theater. Well, and and like the problem with at least from an outsider like you and me, the problem is, you know, we didn't pay. I didn't pay the fifty dollars, and I woke up the next morning and saw the best part of the night. Yeah. So, for me, like, that's the payoff. You get a two-hour head start on anyone else's story. Yeah. But th- that's that's somebody talking that's not a fan. Yeah. So that's understood. If you're a boxing fan, I'm sure. I mean, it's kind of like, well, no, because you're not paying for football or anything like that. But it'd be like if you're, what if you're paying for football and you know you see the game and then you go home and you see the same shit for free. Yeah. On the sports center, you're just like, well, I didn't have to sit in 30 degree weather to see that shit. Yeah. Speaking of some, speaking of somebody else who got completely stretched in a prolapsed butthole, that'd be uh, the, the the entire Chicago Bears, I'd say. Oh God! <laughs> what a fucking terrible game! I was so excited, dude. I had a spread going. I had wings on the grill. I had I had little mini sliders going. I was so excited. And then what do we get, Jeff? By the by, the beginning of the fourth quarter, when I called it, it was forty-one ten. 
much longer than I did. Yeah, well, I wanted to call it earlier, but then there was a small window where, a like, window they, of hope. they made a big stop, and then they got within, like, 17, I think, and then another big stop. And I was like, okay, well, if they score here, we're, we're you know, we probably won't win, but there's a chance. Yeah. But it didn't happen. I think that's when he threw the next interception, and that's when it was over. Ugh. I mean... What can you say about the Bears? It hasn't already been said about Afghanistan, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are bombed out and depleted. <laughs> uh, it's just sad. Yeah. I, I, I was I was excited, too. I mean, I knew it was going to be a bad outcome, but at least I knew I'd started. And, you know, I got through work without any spoilers, even though uh, I told the old-timer Bears fan, I, I said, don't give me any spoilers. He's like, I got it in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's like you old people and don't understand he's it. He's like, I won't spoil anything, but you don't want to know what's going uh. on. This is at like <laughs> 7 o'clock my time. This is only half an hour in. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, why did you tell me that? Why, yeah. why are you even doing that? He's like, David Montgomery did have a 58-yard run, though. That was nice. I'm like... Yeah. That is no consolation for anything. Yeah. It's about time he has a big run. That's a classic old man. I've been guilty of that before, but you got to know that, that that in itself is a spoiler. Yeah. Come on, Grandpa. You don't want to know. Oh, great. Well, yeah. thank you. So, is it is it like Chicago's a big enough team? Like, you see Bears fans pretty normally, or that's a rarity that you work with a Bears fan? Uh... Rarer than Packers fans out here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, your, your main course is Broncos fans. You get some Chiefs fans, some Raiders fans, and then uh, Packers fans, Patriots fans, and then probably Bears fans. Huh. As far as, like, prevalence what's, that I see. What's the connection I, I to saw, the... I saw some extra Bears sweaters and Packers hats but I mean that's every Sunday I, I get pissed off when I look up and see someone just wearing a Packers hat I'm like you, you, you don't know hardship do you you've just been living with this easy ass walk to the fucking playoffs every single year you don't know hardship yeah what's the you, you know nothing you've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers your entire life fuck like I know I'm off the Bears narcotic but that Packers hatred narcotic is a whole different drug, Eric. Yeah. And I am still on that. I mean, it's true. They've always, at least they've always had a quarterback. Uh, so what's the, what's up with the Kansas City fans? Just because, just fair weather? Uh, no, I mean, it's, you know, we're not too far from Kansas City, but I think That's it's true. more or less just they're in the same division as the Broncos and you know, the same shit you see in Illinois. Like, why is there a Packers fan in Illinois? Well, it's the same division, and you get tired of rooting for one team, so you go with the, the heel, yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. People hate the Raiders fans, and I I love seeing Raiders fans out here. Yeah. People wearing Randy Moss Raiders jerseys every Sunday at work. It's great. Yeah. Yep, and the Broncos played without a quarterback, I saw, so that was probably interesting. I didn't get to see the game, but... No, you didn't miss it. 
You didn't miss a goddamn thing. Yeah. I, I, I did a $1 granny bet on the Broncos to cover the spread, and they, they <laughs> lost miserably. Of course. <laughs> That's what I get for betting. Of course. I had a terrible week in, in fantasy, which is, I know, the most the least least interesting thing I could ever bring up. So we'll we'll just we'll just leave it at that. But I left about a thousand points on the bench. It was one of those weeks. Uh, was it infuriating? But playoffs start next week. Yeah, you, you clinched a bye, Eric. I did. Yeah, you clinched. Nice. So by, by by not taking a complete shit this week, you have clinched. Okay. Myself, right. not so much. It You're... needs to. A miracle needs to happen. Yeah. Well. uh... I hate to see a rookie of the league win, but he's got a great team. I was talking to him. I was like, but be careful, because I'll tell you, I've had many a season where you go in on top of the hill, and you're the king of the hill, and you're just destroying everybody. It just takes one game, Jeff. That Brandon guy? Yeah. He's not winning shit. I'm calling that right now. One shitty game is all it takes. He is not winning this league. It can be anybody, dude. That's what I told Samantha. She was feeling down. I was like, no. The playoffs are a whole other ball game. Yeah. It's 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 really luck from here. I mean, you still strategize. You play the best you can, but it's fucking luck from here. You could have a shitty week and be out in a second. Or you could come from nowhere and win the motherfucker. Yep. So. The milkman, resident <laughs> movie expert Milkman Burton knows absolutely nothing about football. Has won two years in a row on that very aspect. And then I made the playoffs larger this year. Went from eight teams to 12 teams. So it's anyone's ball game. It really is. So that'll be interesting. But yeah, that's that's the sports minute. That's the sports minute. Couple people. I'll, I'll have a Bulls update next week. I didn't prepare one, but there are some, there's some Bulls news. And basketball's coming up quickly. Yeah, I saw a couple of uh, a couple deals made. Yeah. When is deals. when is basketball? Uh, I believe it starts on Christmas Day. Holy shit! Pre preseason starts mid December. Man, the boys didn't get much rest. Yeah, the Bulls did. Yeah, the Bulls did. <laughs> All right. Are they coming back to a, a full uh, quarantine, or you don't know yet? Full bubble. I haven't looked into those details, but from what I've heard, it sounds like they're just doing the same shit that other sports leagues are doing now. No bubble. Just like, well, we'll risk it. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, we need money. For sure. It would, on the other side of the coin, it would be extremely hard to talk guys into a bubble that's that long. That's a long-ass bubble. That's a long-ass bubble, and I think it'd be... The ideas they were talking about were like three different bubbles and not quite as strict. Like not a, not a lockdown, Uso Penitentiary style <laughs> yeah. bubble. Yeah. We should talk about the Uso Penitentiary, Jeff. Oh, man. Smackdown? Uh, are we talking about well, we Smackdown can, here? We can do Raw first. We already did a... Uh, we already did the Survivor Series recap on the Thanksgiving show, right? No. That was the day of Survivor Series. Are you sure? <laughs> no. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Like we were do- no, we were doing our predictions last show. We uh, had Jay on, and I want to keep Jay for the predictions, but we didn't. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, uh, I got nothing to say about Survivor Series besides Taker, really. I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah, it's been too far to talk about Survivor Series, but yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. So my my I texted Jeff my what I saw, and I I haven't really been on the IWC, so I don't know if anybody else felt this way. Because I've just been we've been looking for a car. I fucking hit a deer. I told you about the deer. Yeah. And. uh so we've been pretty busy, so I don't know what the IWC had to say. But to me, it was like they retired the character specifically. Like, they made that a specific point to retire the Phenom. Not necessarily the Undertaker. That's what it, that's what it looked like to me. So we were, we were thinking maybe he's... You know, he's, he's an old school guy. He likes the kayfabe only. At least, you know, that used to be a big deal, but it seems like it's still a big deal to him. So I think he wants to venture out in WWE and do other stuff, like if he wants to be on a kickoff show or if he wants to work at the Performance Center, teach, or if he wants to, you know, whatever he wants to do. It doesn't make much sense if he's still The Undertaker, the Phenom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I kind of think like that's where it was headed. So I don't think I don't think we're done seeing The Undertaker, but I think we are done seeing The Phenom. Maybe. You know, it's a fucking Undertaker. You never know. But I still don't know what that means for the match. I don't know if there'll be another match or not. I couldn't... They, they left it real open, so they probably don't know either. They played their cards the same way they've been playing their cards for the last ten years when it came to farewells for the Undertaker, in my opinion. Yep. They brought out the parade of old-timers. <laughs> they brought out Vince McMahon... They hyped it up. The Undertaker! The Undertaker! <laughs> Vince definitely had a fresh dye in. Oh, yeah. I was like, Vince, what, where's your wrinkly gray ass? Yeah, You're looking you... like Vince from 1998 right now. Yeah, he looked like a ventriloquist dummy. He really did. Where's the rosy cheeks at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um... Like, what I was saying to Eric was it felt more like just a celebration of the 30th uh, anniversary of The Undertaker. Like, I don't think Taker has any intention on having his last stint the WWE being in a Thunderdome when they didn't even have... Like, the, 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 the fans weren't even in the Thunderdome when the when Taker was out, was, were they? I don't know. I know they were there for, the, like... You had him on the screen for the entrance, but then I thought it just went to, like, all like taker themed uh artwork and whatnot on the uh on the boards that usually contain the fans you know what i'm saying yeah see i don't know because i like when he did his and, and his speech was so short so short there's was, nothing definitive about it besides the only quote that was definitive was it's time for the undertaker to rest in peace yeah that's what kind of made me feel like all right maybe we're just not seeing the whole the phenom anymore but yeah, I don't know. But but when he was making that speech, it was dark, wasn't it? Like, it wasn't fully lit. No, that's what I'm saying. It, so I like, don't know. It definitely didn't have the brightness from the fans there. If anything, it just had, like, purple artwork. I did think the uh, Paul Bearer um, hologram was pretty, pretty sweet. He just popped in real quick when The Undertaker was doing his thing. He was like, oh, yeah! 
Yeah, that, that's the one quote they still use from Paul Bear. Yeah. Oh, yes! Yeah. Did you she watch... can't understand the fucking word he's saying half the time. Like, what What did he just scream? Yeah. Did you watch the documentary on him on the network? No. It's good. It's not going to be the best thing you've ever seen, but it's 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 worth a watch for sure. He's a cool dude. Yeah, I assume, as with all things in the network, it gives you a peek behind kayfabe, but still keeps it kayfabe. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. It it just shows more of the. It shows a lot of his days as uh, Percy Pringle, which I didn't know a whole lot oh. about that. What a what a wacky ass name. Yeah. Percy Pringle. Percy Pringle. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I I was thinking like, if if it's as, if the Boneyard match really was his last match, I think I'd be able to live with that. But yeah. to your point, the send off in an empty arena—I don't know about that. No. Like if he's too, especially when they 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 detach Vince McMahon from his presence, they detach all the alumni from his presence. It was just like they they brought out the alumni, and then they gave you the video package, and all of a sudden the alumni is not there anymore. You're like, why'd you even bring him out? Yeah, it seems like more of a parade to just reminisce than yeah. That's a tough one because it's like, what what do they really do? I mean, they shouldn't be in the ring while he's giving his farewell. And there they was could go lumberjack style. They could have. Were they? No. 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 And uh, they could have said some words about him, but we we weren't given that much time. They brought out a lot of people that I didn't recognize. Yeah, there's. <laughs> Here's a list of people in attendance there. Again, order of appearance. Shane McMahon, Big Show, JBL, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, Godfather. The Godwins, that's the first one I didn't recognize. Savio Vega, Rikishi, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, HBK, The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, Triple H, and the brother of destruction, Glenn Jacobs, better known as Kane. Yeah, see the ones I didn't know, and this is just my ignorance. Like I know they they need to be there is the Godwins, and uh, and uh, Savio Vega. Like I've heard of their names, but I'm just not familiar with them. I was gonna say is that just before our time? I guess like so. Early nineties, maybe. I know that I know that it's not stupid. They were there because I heard. I think it was on Peter Rosenberg's podcast. He was talking about how you know they need to be there. So he predicted that one. But yeah, I think that stuff's just before us. Okay. But yeah, it was it was weird. I, I, when it ended, I didn't know really how to feel. I was like, I don't know. I, th- I think he'll be back. Yeah. Maybe not for a match. Maybe for a match. I don't know. It's a big old question mark, but I, 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 I'm, I'm betting money that he'll be back. In some form or another. Yeah, this isn't a ride off into the sunset. No, the only thing, he, the only thing he said so far afterwards is that he wanted, he said he did want to teach, like he wants to work at the performance center. I got a quick image of him teaching in the classroom with an yeah. apple on his desk. Yeah, and then you and then you flip him upside down, and then <laughs> you hold him high and tight, high yeah. and tight. Okay, you don't want to break their necks, but you hold them high and tight. And then you just drop them down. 
He's explaining the tombstone to like a third grade class. Yeah. They're like, what? Okay, now try it on your neighbor. Yeah. Go home and try it in the backyard. Go ahead. No, don't do it on the concrete there. Get up on the desk. You want to use the the desk as a as a. It actually protects protects the guy you're tombstoning. Uh. uh well, yeah, that's about it from Survivor Series. My only other complaints are with the actual matches themselves, but. I mean, the Survivor Series matches themselves. I didn't like what they did with either of them. Really, I found the uh, men's one entertaining, actually. It had the spots of a classic Survivor Series match. Like, uh-oh, we're getting the two hosses versus each other. Like, it had, like, Keith mm-hmm. Lee versus, uh, who oh. wasn't on the Raw end? Otis. Yeah. Or, I mean, on the SmackDown end. Yeah, Otis and Keith Lee. They had the hosses going at it. But then it just went clean sweep. I'm like, well, I don't know how I feel about that. That does that's not realistic. And then then the women's. I mean, I I could tell you why I hate the women's, but you already know. Tell me why you hate the women's. They used the entire thing for nothing but a ruse to give Lana the spotlight once again. In the same way they did this. Uh, you know, they've been doing this for years. Like, Lana's won Money in the Bank. Or or was it Carmella? I don't know. Carmella. They've been doing this out of nowhere. Hey, let's give it to the dopey one. Let's give it to the one with no talent. Yeah. And all the looks. And how are we going to do that? I don't know. Just have him stand there at the end. Yeah, I hear you. That's annoying. It it, it didn't do it for me. Like, first off, double count out should not exist. In the Survivor Series elimination match. Yeah. I'm tired of that ruse. Yeah. It's just, it's disrespectful to the integrity of the Survivor Series elimination match that we talk shit about every year. <laughs> yeah. Well, it used to be fun, dude. I told you I watched 1990, and, like, I, I had fun the entire, like, I watched the whole thing, and every match was awesome. Yeah. And I, and I knew nothing. I had no build at all. They just did a good job of selling it. Yeah. Like the announcers and everything. Speaking of the announcers, Chirico and, uh, Chirico and, uh, what was the other Dungey? one? Oh, Chirico and Dungey on the call during the Bears game. Oh my God. <laughs> Could there be any more pro packer in the first quarter? Yeah. And then Dungey started treating the Bears like, uh, I don't even know how to say this without being offensive. Like he was like, Oh, that was that was promising. I got a Mitch. That's nice pass. He's down like forty-one ten. He's like, good. You know, that's a that's a nice pass by Mitch Trubisky. He's doing a good job out there. Good for you, Mitch. Like it's like no, they're yeah, like they're profe- to, uh... yeah, they're professionals, dude. It was like he was, it was like he was calling a, a middle school basketball game. Like no, yeah, this, on JFL. Yeah, there's no pity here. They suck. You don't have to hide it. These are professionals. This is what they get paid to do. Yeah, you, you were just clowning on them the entire first half. So. Yeah. But anyway. I don't know. I don't want to hear any of it. No. Um, let's see. So Raw after Survivor Series. Yeah, we had a uh, we got a new tournament. Oh, yes. They didn't call it a tournament, but we got a tournament, Eric. Yep. The number one contendership. 
old uh, what's his name Adam Pierce the the guy in charge yeah he came out uh, oh yeah Braun that was awesome so he comes out to like announce this you know they, they need to just like great job team and now we need to decide who's the number one contender and Braun exactly. Braun was like a fucking he was like a gorilla like a straight ape yeah. He just took him just took him by the collar and was like shaking him. And he's like he's like, Do you understand? Give me the shot now. Like he's like, just give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah. It was insane. It was like a it was ins- it was a giant mongoloid just demanding things. Pierce said last but not least, and Braun had a, a emotional breakdown. What do you mean last but not least? It's an expression. Yeah, he's like... He just he shakes him down straight up. I can't believe... Then him to high hell. I can't believe that that's all they could come up with. Like, alright, we need to get Braun mad at Adam Pierce. How are we going to do this? Well, have Adam Pierce say that he's last but not least. That should make him mad. It's not offensive. I no. thought It's more like a compliment. Last but certainly not least... But, uh, Pierce, Pierce is, uh, he said Braun was removed from the building, and if it was up to him, Pierce would be fired, we'd never see his ass again. I said, wow, that, that is the strongest opinion you have said to date, Pierce. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, I don't know if this could be a potential, no, because Pierce works SmackDown too, doesn't he? Or is he strictly Raw Boy now? I only see him on Raw. Okay, I mean, maybe this is a potential move of Braun to SmackDown. I'm getting a stupid feedback here. It's really pissing me off. A little feedback loop. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to fix it. It's usually when my phone's plugged in, but it's not plugged in, so I don't know why it's doing it. We need an audio guy out here. Yeah, we need I'm, to get a producer. I'm in Pod U, but Jeff, it's just. I mean, what am I learning there? I don't know. Not much. Tell you well, that I know. Yeah. Step above me. At least you're running the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so Braun Strowman headbutts Adam Pearson and gets his ass suspended. I don't know if they did that on Raw or not, but if you didn't know, uh, they posted on social that Braun is suspended. Happy holidays. Yep. Seth might as well be suspended. I see he's at home with happy holidays yep oh yeah they did well let's finish this so so is that how it ends and then and then later we learn that there's a a six man tournament so yeah like all five of the raw tagged raw men's survivor series team are like saying hey I want a shot at the title then Braun has that psycho uh little offshoot and attacks Pierce. Then later uh, they get an interview with Pierce when he comes outside of the um, the the doctor's locker room and uh, Lashley interrupts this. He's like, hey, before you uh, make a decision on who's who's going to be the number one contender, let me talk to you. The Norton pops in for uh, uh, five minutes later when we're checking back in with Pierce and like Orton Orton's basically just like, no, same thing. I need to talk to you before you make any decision. Then Pierce comes back out for the third time. He's like, okay, 
what we're going to have here. He didn't, he didn't, like I say, he didn't call it a tournament, but he's like, we're going to have a series of three matches tonight. One-on-one matches. The winners of those matches will face off in a triple threat next Monday on Raw to determine the number one contender. I'm like, why don't you just call it a fucking tournament, dude? Yeah. And also, when he said that, he accidentally said Drew McInfart instead of McIntyre. I don't know how you make that mistake, but he did. He said Drew McInfart? Drew McInfart. You're kidding me. No, go back and watch it. They probably edited he's it. He's getting interviewed. He's like, and the winner will face Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre for the what? world championship. Dude, did you get, like, they probably edited it. Did you get it on, on video? Uh, I might have deleted it by now. Let me see if I still got it. Drew McInfart. Drew Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Drew McInfart. Son of a bitch, it's already deleted. Oh, well, I'll check it. Um, so, yeah. So, we had the first round of those matches. Yep, first round. First match was uh, Riddle versus Sheamus. It's a good match. Great match. Uh, let me ask you this. How do you feel about uh, Matt Riddle? Or, well, yeah, we're sticking with Matt Riddle. Too fuck, big for his britches. Fuck Vince McMahon's fucking share bullshit. Matt Riddle. You yeah, said- when did it change to Riddle? JR says that, uh, I think I've mentioned this, but just to recap, JR says that Vince likes one word names after Cher, the success of Cher inspired him. So. I guess. <laughs> that's, I, I, I mean, see where he's come from with Cher and Prince, but I mean, those are artists. Yeah, I mean. Wrestlers. It's not the dumbest thing you've ever heard, but it's not a rule that you want to apply to every single talent. Like, yeah, not, I mean, not... <laughs> just take for instance, what if, what if all of a sudden in 1999, Stone Cold came out? He's like, no, it's Austin now. Yeah. Austin's out here kicking ass. Yeah, Austin, no more Stone Cold. It's just Austin. Yeah. Well, the thing not, is, not even Steve, just Austin. The thing is, it just happens naturally. Like you, you call him Matt Riddle, and then naturally the commentary is going to just call him Riddle in tight spots. Yeah, like it's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to make it official. I don't get it. But anyway, you said too t- too big for his britches. In my opinion, yeah, he's 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 definitely not mid to upper card on Raw. In my opinion, I think I mean, he's I, an up and comer, but yeah, I think. I, I didn't say it like that, but I think you mean what I'm saying is... Like, he's great in ring. I enjoy his matches. And, uh... Like, his character is fine. It's it's based off what he is to some degree. Like, he's a known marijuana guy and blah, blah, blah. But, like, he's just given way too much. Like, less is better with a guy like this. Yeah, it's, it's very heavy-handed. Like, he... his When he's talking... Like, no, dude, just shut up. Like, all you should be saying is, like... Like, they should be like, What do you think, Riddle? Do you deserve to be the champion? Like, he should just be like, Sweet. Or, like, something stupid like that. Like, yeah, cool. Uh, a Spicoli yeah, one-liner. Just very few words is all we need from you. And that'd be fine. Because, like I said, his matches are good. Like, I yeah. like I like watching him. But, yeah, he... It, it's not working for some reason. When he overtalks, it turns it into a joke-like charade. I don't like to use this comparison because of Truth's talent, but uh, you, can, yeah. you can compare it to the joke that they make out of our truth Like, oh, this this dumb guy here 
Yeah. He, he, does, he doesn't know which title he's he's going for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is terrible. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Truth deserves a better spot, but he's carved out that role of acceptance. Yeah. I don't, you don't want to see Riddle, Matt Riddle, excuse me, you don't want to see young Matthew go into that so early on in his career. Yeah. Because that, that's, that's a career move. Yeah. I don't think it's... Like he's you only go comedy when the person's capable of doing it successfully. Like The Rock could be funny. Jericho can be funny. Like they're actually good at being funny. Yeah. Like Matt Riddle's not that kind of talent. He's Angle. Angle, yeah. Actually, oh, great example. Fucking he's Kurt the one he can clown, and then you get in the ring with him, and you still like, damn. Yeah. That 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 is an Olympic gold medal champion. Right yeah. There. With a, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, that's if I re, If I recall. So he can put on a tiny cowboy hat and strum a guitar without yeah. playing anything. And we'll, we'll just laugh it up and then continue to praise him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, but Riddle, not so much. That's a dangerous path you're heading down, buddy. But you're right. That was a great match. What, what was the next one? <clears throat> the second qualifying match was... Uh, Bobby, or excuse me, Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. I liked, I liked this match. This is my favorite match of the night, but I didn't like the ending. Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, MVP interfered. Yeah, just when it looked like uh, Lee was getting the upper hand, MVP didn't even try to hide it. He just came in uh, and started kicking the shit out of. Keith Lee like what What are you doing you just cost Bobby the championship spot I thought Bobby should have won for storyline reasons for the heel to face ratio since Riddle won the first match Yeah. but now we have two faces so far two for two on faces you got Lee and Riddle in the triple threat tomorrow Okay. so then you get to the main event which is the third match and a Wrestlemania worthy match Eric was this match actually at a WrestleMania? <clears throat> who was it? Orton and who? Orton and AJ Styles. Uh, Orton and AJ at WrestleMania. I don't they, think they so. called it WrestleMania worthy a couple times. I thought I heard them say, "Oh, this is actually a WrestleMania match," like inferring that it had happened to WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe I just <clears throat> heard it. No, I, I, heard it. Excuse me. I don't think so. I mean, you got your binder on you. You could flip back if you want, but. It's uh last year AJ was in the boneyard. And then he had a scene a year for sure. Uh the Roy, the, yeah. the year he debuted, I don't think he did cuz he was he was super fresh. He might not have had a match at all or if he did, it was probably not on the, you know, it wasn't Randy Orton level. Yeah. So no, I don't think so. He's only he hasn't been in WWE very long. I don't I don't think there's been Randy Orton AJ, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, so you have two heelish, heelish characters going at each other, I guess. Uh, so you're about to have two faces and one heel. And I'm, gl- I'm glad that AJ ended up winning this match. The Fiend was popping in and, uh, you know, distracting and taunting and kind of haunting Randy Orton, so to speak. So that that kind of fucked with everything, and 
you see that Orton and Bray are going to have some sort of feud. So AJ wins this, and I'm like I say, AJ deserves a title slot, so let's get him in that Mm -hmm. picture. I mean, him, Lee, and Riddle? Come on now. Yeah. You could have done a lot better. If it's him, Mm -hmm. Lashley, or maybe him, Sheamus, and Lashley. Yeah, that could be good. Or him, Lee, and Sheamus. I mean, they're all. Pretty, I would like that much better. Yeah, they are all pretty good though. So, but yeah, Orton uh, Orton Bray is kind of interesting because they had remember they have a weird history. They were uh, they had a sneaky tag team run where they were the champions. Do you remember this? But was that before their feud? This is like a yeah yeah before I think. It's weird. No, it, I mean, I, I hated both characters at the time, so I probably don't remember it. I mean, I don't remember, but I... It's been since we started again, which was, what, 2016? Yeah. It's been since then. So, fairly recent history. But anyway, so that could be good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, um... I don't know if they're gonna try and bring back the Sister Abigail storyline... Who knows? I'm struggling, I'm struggling to remember that match. I remember the fire <clears throat> of the house, but I don't remember the match itself. Was it a movie match? Yeah, they did have a, a cinematic match. Remember, it was that. Uh, it was in like Bray Wyatt's trailer. You remember that a one? Wyatt trailer match. That's not what it was called, but yeah, I think it was called the Wyatt Compound or something. Oh, uh, a playoff Hardy Compound. It was back in this era. I don't. I don't know. It it, it definitely happened though. I remember that. It was kind of fun, though. The Hardy one, who was that? It was Matt Hardy versus Bray? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun, too. That was that was a fun-ass match. What was that one called? Like, it, according to WWE, like, it had a name. Uh, I'm on it. Maybe, well, yeah, we gotta look at that. Maybe it was Hardy Compound. But I don't know. That, that was another fun one, though. That's when he had the lawnmower. The mower of lawns. Yeah. The mower of lawns. Yeah, uh, our resident film expert and, and Magic Milkman Bork actually has a mower of lawns uh, shirt. That's it's pretty yeah, fucking does. sick. Uh, Bricks does too, doesn't he? I think he does. That's Man a, of show and that's, filthy casual. That's a major shirt right there. Yeah. The mower of lawns. Anyway, I, I can Google that for us, Jeff. Uh. <clears throat> Looking like the Hardy Compound is what it was called, I guess. Did you find it? Yeah, I mean, I'm on, I'm on the internet. That's the first thing that's popping up. Uh, Ultimate Deletion. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting headlines. Headlines yeah. of a bunch of marks. Okay, that's all right. That that was okay. Well, before you go, let's at least figure out. Do you know where? Like, where can we watch that? What pay per view? I think it was like a weird... No, it wasn't a TLC, because that's usually around Christmas. God damn it. We were riding right into fucking Royal Rumble season. Oh, I'll be here before you know it. You'll you'll hear that ticking talk of the countdown before Christmas Day, I guarantee it. Yep. I don't know. Why isn't Wikipedia at the top of the Google search? 
<laughs> YouTube videos are suggesting like March 2018. I don't, I don't, I don't know, Eric. All right. I'll, I'll tell the marks to just get on the internet and look it up when they're not on a podcast. I'm crunched for time and I'm stressing. I okay. am not a producer and I have not been to Pod U. Yeah, well, we, we are. I have this shoveled on my lap. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I, I, I really did dump that in your lap, but. And we and and we are running short on time, but that's a good recap of Raw. Unless you got what, what am I missing here? Was there anything else? That's what that's your big that's your big story. That's your big story. We got a uh, hurt business versus New Day uh, a feud of Bruin, I believe. Um, and then Oscar and Lana beat Nia and Shayna. That's basically it. The Firefly Funhouse with the friendship frog. Okay. Those are my notes. Okay. But SmackDown, Eric. SmackDown is the meat this week. Excellent. Excellent SmackDown. Highly recommend. Absolutely excellent. It really was. It had a lot of different... For me, and I I didn't write anything down or anything, so I just go... I go straight from the heart, man. I'm shooting from the hip. And for me, it had to be the Bloodline story, of course. As every week, and then uh, Sami Zayn um, versus who the fuck? Who did he face this week? He uh, faced Daniel Bryan, and then yes. he had an encounter later on with uh, Big E and Apollo Crews. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was uh, the match was amazing, man. Did you happen to catch all the shit that Sami Zayn was saying during it? During the match? Yeah. No, that was when I was eating my Thanksgiving plate. Oh, he had some he had some unbelievable in-ring discussion. He was <laughs> like my the the Okay, so the first great one, there was two great ones. The first great one, he did the classic uh move where you hold the guy's legs, one one leg in each arm. So like your body's in between his legs and you got his left leg in your right arm and his right arm or right leg in your left arm, you know. The precursor to the walls of Jericho. Yes, the precursor to the walls of Jericho. But then you tighten it up and you get your legs real skinny and you just fall backwards, causing him to launch off of your feet. Yes, that's you know, a classic move. You know this move. Yeah, classic. <laughs> uh, so Zane does one of those and he does it real close to the rope. So like, you know, a lot of times it'll launch the guys into the top turnbuckle. Yeah. He didn't do that. He just launched him into oblivion. Like, he just landed head face first, you know, on the ground. Jesus. And he gets up, and he's just laughing, and he looks over at the ref. It was the female ref that they have. And he looks over at the ref, and he's like, and you can hear it pretty good. You can you can absolutely read his lips, but you can even hear it. And he's like, did you see that? I launched his ass. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was so good. <laughs> I just, I'm just envisioning Zane's face. Yeah. Looking at the ref with a smile. Yeah. Did you see that? I launched his ass. I mean, he he wasn't lying. The man didn't lie. He he launched his ass. It was just hilarious seeing that commentary. And then uh, he did some other move. The second good one. Like, you can hear the... The wrestlers can hear the announcers and vice versa in the no-crowd scenario. You know? 
Yeah. And Sami Zayn seems to be the only one who's going to take advantage of this. Good. <laughs> and he's like, he does something. Like, it wasn't that impressive at all. And, of course, Corey's on his side, you know. So he's like, the strength of Sami Zayn. And then so Sami hears it. And then he just turns over like he's he's beaten to shit. He's like leaning on the ropes and he just turns over and gives a classic like one of these. And I'm flexing my arm yeah. right now. Uh, like yeah. a like a Hulk Hogan flex. flex. And he's like he's like, It's my strength And Corey said something else and he's like, You guys don't talk about my strength enough <laughs> <laughs> so, And again that's great with Zay because he's got those flabby it's my strength. You guys don't well, talk. About, fire. You guys don't talk about my strength enough. And then, and then you got to give it to uh, you got to give props to Corey there too, because he was he was nailing it too. Yeah. Like Cole was like, he doesn't look that strong or some stupid comment, you know. And uh, Corey was like, it's it's not it's it's uh, it's functional strength, Cole. He's like, it's like old man strength. Like, he's just going off. It was good. <laughs> Zane also came out and said he's uh, he's anti-Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And that, that got the crowd booing. I'm like, why, why are you booing? I completely agree with this. This is a bullshit holiday for us Americans to just... This is, a, this is the most classic Canadian point of view. Every Thanksgiving, a Canadian comes out and says, fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's, and they're perfectly in the right every year. And it's it's a good take to have, man. That's that's easy cheese. That's wrestling one on one right there. Whether it's Lance Storm, he he who he who shall not be named. Yeah. Or Jericho. Sammy Zane or Kevin Owens, anyone. Yeah. Or even Every Canadian Natalia can come out and say it if she wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on out. Give yeah. us the anti Thanksgiving speech. I I I crave on it. Do you take uh, match lengths on Raw and SmackDown? No. I was going to say, that that one would have been interesting to see, because that was a long-ass match. I, I would, but the uh, commercials nowadays always fuck it up. Yeah, I'm not saying you should. That's, no. You don't, whatever, I don't care. I'm just saying, if there was ever one that would be interesting, it would have been that one, because, like, I felt like it was long as shit. I was like, man, they're giving them the Broadway tonight. Like, I felt like it was over 20 minutes. Zane and Brian? Yeah. The where Z, Brian ran out or Zane lured Brian out at the end and he got attacked by Jay? I didn't think it seemed that long of a no? match. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know, I could be wrong. Like I say, I was I was face first on the Thanksgiving plate, so <laughs> Yeah. So at the ending, was that before like at what point in the in the bloodline story are we at? That's the first time we've seen it? A bloodline story? No, we started off the night with a bloodline story. Oh yeah, uh, where Jay was coming out and all all happy. He's gonna announce. He was gonna introduce Roman, and Roman just cut it off. Yes, like he 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 he, he hit his entrance music and walked down in the middle of Jay's speech, and he's he's pissed off and unhappy with Jay, because uh, you know he's like, did I tell you I needed your help as Survivor Series? I didn't. And the quote that was really getting me, he's like, you made me feel like a little bitch in the back begging other people for Thanksgiving leftovers. I'm like, what? 
Where, where did you get that? Where did you make that connection from? Yeah, like, who are you talking How about? How are you begging for leftovers? You're still the head of the table, you dumbass. And who are you talking about? Are you talking about homeless people? Like, who's begging for leftovers? I don't know. I was confused <laughs> about the whole thing. I think he was, it was just disrespectful. trying to think of a way to tie it into the holiday. Yeah. Like who, and he who, called himself a little bitch begging for Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, I, I that, that part was... A low point of the bloodline feud. I didn't understand. I was so lost. I was like, if you're having a Thanksgiving, nobody's begging for leftovers. You just get them. Yeah. Like, you go it, fix a plate. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it almost seems like you're talking about like homeless people or something. Like, let's not kick them while they're down. If they're be- if they're begging for a plate, it was very odd. But anyway, he basically he basically the same thing that's been going on like. Like, you're doing it all wrong, Jay. You know what I mean? You're, you're too yeah. extra. You're going way overboard. Like, you, you mean good, but you're a moron. Like, you're... Yeah. Basically. And then he walks out on Jay. And then Jay starts to exit his own... Otis is coming in for some match, and he just attacks Otis with the steel chair out of frustration. Blindsides yeah. his fat ass. Yep. Otis, fuck you and fuck the pack. Oh yeah, fuck the pack. Bring back Tucker. Get rid of the pack. Tucky. Oh shit. I I, I really I Hold well, on. What's the issue here, Eric? I gotta I gotta get a uh, cell phone charger. But uh, you, are we in critical? We're in, we are critical. But uh you can you can continue or you could you could wait and I'll edit it out, I don't care. Well Eric's fetching the charger. I'm just going to take this moment to say about heavy machinery. I'm curious if Vince had this idea from the get-go. If he was just going to bring heavy machinery up from NXT to WWE. Just to somehow keep Otis as the prize hog and just ditch Tucker. Right now we're at the point where Tucker is just... He, he's he's a little bitch looking for leftover scraps on Raw right now. Who Tucky? To, to use Roman, Roman's analogy. So What's that, Eric? He is on Raw. Tucky, yeah, he's on Raw. You don't see him. him. He gets no airtime. Yeah, I haven't even seen him. He wasn't on this week's Raw, but he's on the Raw roster. Tucky. And you might edit this out. I, I don't care, but I was just uh, saying that I'm. I, I was wondering at this week, like if Vince knew when he brought Heavy Machinery up from NXT to WWE that there was going to be a split, and he was going to keep the prize hog known as Otis because he's a comedic one, and ditch the hardworking blue collar man who's actually not bad on the mic or, or in the ring in Tucky. No, he was good. Remember the... I was excited for the Tucky-Otis feud. You know, you remember they had that one episode? Shed on it. What'd you say? Hold on. Yours wasn't working for some reason. Try to talk again. No, it's oh, hold on. We 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 shut you down. Here we go. 
Uh, no, before, remember, uh, there was like the Miz had a, a courtroom scenario. The Miz versus Otis for the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah. And then uh, he turned on him. Tucky did. In the courtroom scenario? Yeah. And then the, the I think one oh, of the... Oh, yeah, he did. He was, he was on the stand, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I think on draft night or one of those nights, there was... Uh, it would have been a draft night because they were both in the same locker room. And uh, it was good, man. Otis was yelling at him. Like, I was super excited. And then they split him up, like, with the brand split. And now, I don't know what Tucky's doing. He's not on the fucking Hulu cut. I'll tell you that much. Right? No, he's not on any cut, Eric. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's on the dark match cut. That, that doesn't even exist either. WWE main event if he's lucky. He's that. I don't, I don't think they do that because of the no crowd. Like, there's no fucking house shows either. I think they I think it, they still do. Still do what? I think they still do main event. You think? Yeah. I don't know this for a fact. They might. I mean, you're probably right. There's time to fill, so. Um, there's low card spots that need to learn. Right. So we're at about 56 minutes, Jeff. Where are we at on the bloodline story? <clears throat> oh, we, uh... Yes. So he beats the shit out of Otis. Then he yep. what's the ne- when's the next time we see him? He goes back to Roman. Uh, the next time we see him uh KO Well KO thwarted off the attack. Oh yes. Of uh Daniel Bryan. That's the next time we see him. So this is during the Intercontinental Championship, Zane versus Brian, that we were talking about. It was Zane lures Brian backstage, and Zane sneaks back into the ring for a ten count, a la what I used to do on Raw's Roar on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only way to win because it's too hard to win via pinfall. So you just hit the triangle button to make him chase you around the outskirts of the ring, and then when that nine count hits, you slip back in. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Jay's attacking Daniel Bryan in the back in Gorilla, or one of those type of rooms, and KO comes to Bryan's aid. Uh, Jay shoes off, and KO gives chase. After commercial, we see Jay back with Roman, and KO comes up. Uh, what, what does he say? He says, like... He's basically just telling... He's like, you're bringing your ego trip and your family bullshit into SmackDown and that this aggression cannot stand like you can have your family fight and all this crap you can have your little head of the table crap but don't bring it into wrestling yeah and he also he also like made it a point to say like family's supposed to be a big deal to you and this is how you treat your family yeah like he kept angling for that as well yeah and uh basically he walked away and Roman tells Jay fix that yeah yeah, he says he's not scared of you. Fix that. Yep. So we have a KO versus J main event that was fantastic. Yes. <clears throat> uh, the match itself was a good match. Uh, Jay was working KO's arm the entire time. So KO's basically one arm in it. 
You can still stun her with one arm, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you Fun can. Fun fact for all you filthy casuals. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, and then Jay, I'll just ruthlessly... Jay just ruthlessly uses a chair to get disqualified. He doesn't care about the outcome of the match. He's trying to uh, fix that, as Roman yeah. would say. He's trying to re- unleash hell on this fucking Kevin Owens. Well, this plan just straight backfires on him, Eric. Because all of a sudden, Kale gets a hold of the chair. And he's just smacking the shit out of Jay's back with this chair. And he's going to town, and then he's talking to the camera. He's just calling Roman out. He's like, huh? How about your family, huh? You want to come help your family? I'm sitting right here. Then by the end of the end of the night, the sign-off, he's calling Roman. Did he actually call him a little bitch? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, well, he's basically implying that. And then he, he takes the steel chair that he's using on Jay, and he just pops it open, sits down at the head of the announce table, and slams his, slams his hands down. He's like, I'm right here at the head of the table. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. The metaphor is great. He's just, he's, <clears throat> he's trolling Roman. It's fan. I, I love this. Oh, love it's this so, weird. it's great, dude. And, and to your point about the stunner, that's how he gained control. Is that? Yeah, I remember, he, he did a, cu- yeah, he did a couple things and like, I think, J- I think Jimmy tried to hit him with a chair and he ducked out and that caused for a perfect when uh, Jay turned around. KO. I think I threw in Jimmy there somewhere, but he did, he did not exist in the match. Let's no, be, Jimmy's still on vacation. Let's be very clear. He was at Survivor Series, remember? Was he? Yeah. Because he was like, he was like hyping Jay up, like, no, you're all good, man. You held it down. Like, you were the last guy on the team. You were yeah. the, He was like, you're all good, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, Roman's like, not happy. Yeah. And, and he says, you. You, he tells Jimmy to fucking kick rocks, and then yeah. he, and then he tells Jay, like, why don't you go find your brother and get the hell out of my arena? So right now, I I just wanted to like, cause that could be a part of the story. Like Jimmy's gonna be a part of the story at some point. Oh yeah. So right so right now he's like still on Jay's side, and he's probably gonna turn to like, like t- trying to get him out of there. Like, what are you doing, man? Like you you with Roman? Like. He don't care about family or however they'll go. But, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's how he got... He, he reversed the momentum with a stunner, a one-handed stunner. Yeah. And normally around the holidays, they go with a predictable, easy feud like Roman versus some fucking chump. Yeah. You know, for the title. Yeah. Even with the, and they, they they try and get you with the fireworks of TLC, and then they give you a poor quality, predictable match. Mm-hmm. I mean, this still could be a predictable match, but it's Roman and KO, and the fact that Roman is a heel and KO is a face, it, it blows my mind. Thinking about could yeah. you predict that shit two years yeah, ago? Yeah, out of everything, you have know. like a full on heel Roman and a full on Stone Cold Stunner and KO face, and they're going toe to toe with this. This type of theater, yeah, is phenomenal, and it's great to introduce KO as like the next, like feud, you know, the next placeholder until this thing boils over, because he's great. He's great on the mic as well, like, oh, yeah. like one of the best. So that's a great fucking decision. Yeah, no, <laughs> the story, the storyline's skyrocketing. Yeah, 
It's it going really, nowhere but up. It really is. We talk a lot of shit about the old wrestling writers, but they're on to something with this bloodline feud. But also also the fucking the uh the talent is a big part of it. Yeah. A huge part. Like they're making this work. And all those idiots, all those all you IWC marks that said that there wasn't enough Paul Heyman. I'm just. I'm gonna keep telling you how exactly. wrong you were. He is, he's like salt pepper. Yeah, right? I just sprinkle him on a little, oh, a little here and a little there. He is the perfect seasoning. He doesn't even have to talk. He just stands there and looks at Jay like, "What have you yeah. done? What are you? What are you thinking? Yeah, what are you doing? Like you're not following the head of the table here, Jay. Like he's just so disappointed in him. It's so great." <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, if if we get that in a TLC match, which is a possibility, with the TLC pay per view coming up, yeah, that would be a phenomenal match. Yeah, and then this TLC pay per view is going to be like Survivor Series, where it's like the Sunday before Christmas. Yeah. So just so you know, don't expect it too early in the holiday season. It's it's smack dab. Yeah, it's like the twenty first or something like that. I still like. So that was that was pretty much SmackDown, right? Before we, uh, besides our shit talking that we had earlier about the Mysterio family, oh. yeah, that's probably we're over the Mysterios. Yeah, my favorite part was when Baron Corbin was like, "So that's <laughs> it. After one little victory, you guys are one big happy family. What a joke!" And I <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. It really is. I'm like, like all of a sudden, Murphy's yeah. just in loving arms. Like seriously, dude, we just we've been watching this feud. Like I, I never took the time to look when this started, but it's been a long time. August or July, probably. Yeah, and it's like, and then in a matter of days, Buddy Murphy's accepted into the family. It's like, what a joke, Corp and I agree. Um. But but anyway, so yeah, we're we'll just say we don't like it because we're out of time. But yeah. I do, I do want to know where uh, what are you, what are your feelings on WrestleMania right now? As far as like what is who is Roman facing? Who man? Because the, the the IWC likes to say the Rock, but because that's just fantasy booking, you know, but. For me, at this point, I mean, yeah, The Rock versus Roman would be awesome. But it's like, he's old, he's not ring ready. Like, dude, I think it needs to be just Roman versus Jay. Like, that's good enough for me. Like, that could be a be- much better match. They would have to... Yeah. I mean, they're definitely pushing Jay onto that main event status. You see he has entrance artwork now, like that the camera does. Oh, the graphics? Yeah, the graphics. <sighs> Don't get me started. I am not a fan of the graphics. I'm not huge on it. I'll take it or leave it. It makes it look fancy, but... Sometimes, some of the ones they do, I'm like, okay. And then other ones, I'm like, you've got... I mean, Matt Riddles are a pair of slides. Like, you know, his signature slides that he kicks into the crowd. There's just a pair of slides rotating. That's unnecessary. No, it doesn't look cool. Like, if somebody's got a cool logo or something, okay. Chuck Clayton, Eric. Yeah. If they're Chuck Clayton. Yeah. 
Yeah, a fucking whizzing. Is what was it called? A chunkleta? Yeah, chunkleta. Just fucking whizzing just, through the air. Yeah, just whizzing through the air. Uh, but no, for right now, I don't know. Like, yeah, the Rock Roman that's got a lot of buzz, and that's what they like to do for Mania. So if the Rock is game, I'm sure that that would happen. But uh, I don't know, dude. For me, Jay, they could make that thing boil over to just another Jay and Roman match that could be amazing. I just thought of this without really um, putting much mustard behind it. But uh, and they would have to start planting seeds soon. And they could wait till Rumble for it. But a heel Roman versus a face Rollins could be a WrestleMania title match. Yeah. Like R- Rollins takes a break from now until Rumble, focuses on the newborn. WWE puts a whole lot of publicity out with the Lynch Rollins child or the Knox, whatever. What's what's Rollins' last name? Um, what in real life? Yeah, I don't know. He used to go by Tyler Black. I don't know what his real name is. <laughs> Vince would have shortened that to Black. You're Black now. Tyler Black is the most indie wrestler name ever ever thought of. It is, but yeah, if if Roll if like they just put out PR and then Rollins comes back as a, a face dad as daddy. He, yeah, he's just like reborn with with his with his baby boy. Or ba- is it a baby boy or baby girl? I think it's a boy, and his name's uh Kobe. Colby. I don't know how to pronounce. I don't know how the guys pronounce that name, but uh, Colby. Uh, Lopez. Colby Lopez. Yep. It's a wild name. Anyway, like, yeah, if he comes back face and wins the Rumble, boom. Roman Rollins. The feud reignited. Shoot yeah. on the other foot. Yeah. I mean, I could see that, but I, I want it to be Bloodline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they can... I just don't know if Jay would... Uh, I mean... Jay's made huge progress in the little time that he's been in the main event scenario, so like a couple months. Yeah. So that, that's definitely a possibility. I think it would just have to be a, a bigger name than that. Like you said, maybe Roman Rock, because that falls in the bloodline, uh, kind of. Well, yeah, I think it could. I could. It could be The Rock. Like if Rock, oh, yeah, if Rock came in, he's like, you think you're head of the table? Yeah, who made I'm you? I'm billions of fucking yeah. dollars in Hollywood. Right oh, now. that's that's the story, and that's why it's so easy, because it's real. He comes in and says, wait, who made you the head of the table? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Like, that's... that's it's, it doesn't matter yeah, it's, who made you the head of the table. It's that fucking easy, dude. That's why I think... That's why the, the IWC thinks it's going to happen, but... Like, that would be amazing, I get it, but, like, I don't know how old The Rock is... I know he's in great shape, but they always say, Jeff, it's that ring shape. You know? And then for some reason, some of these IWC marks shit on him when he comes back. Like last time when he came back to WrestleMania with the fire cannon. People just shed all over that. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. When, when's the last time we saw him actually wrestle? It's been a long time. Before our time. So he's 48, so he's definitely capable. And, like, and obviously he's in shape, but... Oh, yeah. There's that ring shape that everybody talks about. But if he knew he's doing it, like if he knows right now that he's doing it and he's training, I mean, that yeah, that could be sweet. 
He's just such a high-energy wrestler. You would hope that he still has that energy at 48, 49. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, comparatively, like, a lot of guys can still be pretty good at 48. AJ AJ Styles is pretty old. He's older than you'd think. He's close. And he's putting on artwork out there basically yeah he is or no i'm lying he he's he's 43 that's that's a different ball game yeah early 40s late 40s yeah so i don't know well anyway jeff we will continue to keep an eye out on the bloodline story and predict this wrestlemania main event absolutely and you can't forget about drew mackenfart yeah i'm gonna look that up drew mackenfart I'm telling you, it's, it's when he's explaining the tournament. Like when they're all in the ring? No, no, no. When, on the third backstage interview, when he finally says that there's going to be uh, three matches tonight, and the winner will face Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> it's quick and sneaky, but it's definitely a back and fart. Oh, that's great. <laughs> all, right. all right, Jeff, we'll let you go to work. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, night, 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 night. But now I don't we understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. 